ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਫਤਿਹ ਵੈਲਕਮ ਟੂ ਅਨਦਰ ਐਪੀਸੋਡ ਆਫ ਦਿ ਡਿਸਕਸਿੰਗ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਐਂਡ ਅਮ ਆਈਵ ਫੋਰਗੋਟਨ ਵਾਟ ਨੰਬਰ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਔਨ ਨਾਓ ਇਟਸ 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 ਗੋਇੰਗ ਵੈਲ ਆਫ 42 ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਇਟਸ ਹੋਨੈਸਟ ਬਟ ਯਾ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਫੋਰ ਹੂਸ ਕਾਂਟਿੰਗ ਨਾਓ ਯਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਜੋਇੰਗ ਫਾਸਟ ਇਟਸ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਫਾਸਟ I was going to say we're not talking about your age but then we would have had another 20 years then of yeah so funny <laughs> so which leads me on to today we've got uh, Naraj Singh here Jagmohan Singh we've got Melinda as well who's running around on a football pitch so he will be uh, yeah he's live he's live at a match in a to be dipping in and out so yeah and me obviously Haraj Singh Um and today we're going to talk about something that I think everyone in this group and listening um has affected the word but is involved in. Um mm. a few weeks ago we spoke about um Sikh participation in uh, professional sport and now we're going to flip it on its head and we're going to talk about Sikh acceptance in sports stadia around the world. um and i'm saying around the world because i'm sure some of you guys looking at you here and uh, have have been to um stadiums across europe um jagmohan i'm sure you've been to some indira gandhi stadium in um in india uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but it definitely wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> it was when you're running in the pind races i remember the pind olympics um yeah <laughs> but <laughs> I we as Sikhs with Maharaj's kirpa blessings we look unique we look unique we're made to stand out in Savalak in 125000 we are asked we have been ordained to stand out and so you know everyone knows who a Sikh is they know what our identity is they know what ethical values and morals that we have but does this become an issue does this become an issue when going into stadium now last year i mean i mean considering and i'm i'm going to pass over in a second uh, to one of you guys but and i'll i'll talk about my experiences afterwards but last year was you know considering we were coming to the end not, i don't want to say the end of the pandemic but the end of lockdown and these kind of things when things started opening up me and not just me actually me and my family um the singhni kids we went to we 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 attended the euros obviously i went with jugmon actually to the euros um we went i went to formula 1 i went to the cricket 100 just a few weeks ago i went to the indoor uk national uh, athletics championships and that's just a few of the places that I've I've been lucky enough to go over the last year now calendar year and so what I'm asking and I'm going to pass over to you now first is have you had issues with your kakar have you had issues with your dastar because you know the the climate we live in today um internationally nationally internationally there's one of suspicion mm. i think it's probably the best word 
and you're getting looked at in weird ways because you what you're wearing at the start. What are your experiences in Stadia from years gone? And you know what I I I laugh and you know I'm talking, but you were there in '99, weren't you? Yes, hundred percent. You were there at the new yeah. camp. So what? How are you? Have your experiences changed from like now? Because I know you're regular down at the um, the community stadium, aren't you? Down at Brentford. Brentford, yeah. Hannah. Yeah. And from there to the new camp, twenty three years ago, how mm. how are things changing, or have they? I think yes. UK in England anyway. Things have changed. That doesn't mean the problem solved, right? I've been going to football stadium since the 80s. Um, since I was one years old, right, in the 80s. Right, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, I, you know, I've been to the old Loftus Road. All, all, I've basically been to all the grounds in London, literally, from Sellers Park. Uh, oh, Sellers Park to um, West Ham's ground. The Good old Wimbled- Wimbledon days. Wimbledon, yep, Wimbledon days, right, and Palace there as well. Um, I don't think there's a ground in London not been to. Uh, and at that time, I used to go on my own, and you didn't need tickets. You could just walk into the stadium, and on a Saturday, I'd be sitting at home, let's watch what I do, jump on a train, go to what I learned, watch uh, Tottenham versus Liverpool, for example. What do you mean then, you didn't need tickets? In those days, it's turnstile, wasn't it? You turn up, paying the gate, paying the gate. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. You just pay up, paying the gate, rather than uh, pre-booking and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, in them days, you mind yourself, you, but at that time, I wasn't a sing. I was clean shaven and uh, and so on. So I just another face in the crowd. But obviously, things changed back in the mid-90s when, when I took Ahmed and kept my gears and everything else. I used to go to Old Trafford. I still go to Old Trafford uh, quite a lot in those days. I used to follow United again. Uh, home and away. And one of the things I found myself when I became a Siddhartha is become a lot more self-conscious, a lot more aware that people were looking at you a lot more. In fact, one of my worst experiences was back in um, at Loftus Road, QPR. And I happened to take my missus uh, to, to, to Loftus Road to the game. Uh, my missus at the time was was expecting, and um, walking into the ground, we got bumped, bumped by a QPR fan, and I, th- I thought, okay, what the hell, man? Right, obviously he bumped and he walked off. Is a race thing, and not, and not bump me, but my wife. Right, but before you turn around, the guys disappeared in a crowd of thousands. I don't know. So it's always that in the back of your mind. That I'm standing out. You're proud to stand. It's since Sardar. Yeah, you want, that's what Guru Maharaj gave us a Sardari for as well, to stand out in a crowd. And that's what we're doing. And that's how we become strong. Not, and I know people sometimes built under the pressure and they're trying to hide their Sardari under caps or hats. Right? I'm sorry I have to say that because I'm not a very big fan of hats and caps. Right? You shouldn't hide a Sardari. But you wear your Damala, you wear your Dastar, whichever style you want to choose. And I found myself a lot more conscious of wearing, but I found myself more comfortable in the UK. But then I started following United again abroad. And I went to uh, the, the, the running 
for uh, for the '99. I went to uh, Milan. When you know, I played into Milan. Uh, I was at um, obviously Barcelona as well. Um, and Italy was kind of weird, right? And you found yourself. Finding... And that's what I was going to ask. There's always there's yeah. these massive yeah. stigmatisms, and you know, I don't want to you know generalize, but there's there's a yeah. massive. Um, people make those assumptions that it, it's not easy being, especially like being from England firstly, I suppose. Yeah. That as well, you know, sporting a Premier League club, sporting yeah. a team in Italy and then yeah. having the rule that we do. Yeah. How was that? That was a good moment and always a good moment, always a positive moment because there were people out there who still asked, who are you? What are you? Where you come from? What's your identity? So then you take pride to so I'm a Sardar, I'm Sikh, and this is who we are. We come from Punjab, right? And we, this is who we believe in, what we believe in, so our Sardar is what it stands for. And sometimes the apprehension is just in our minds. You know, you're going abroad, when, uh, went to Italy, and you're thinking, you're more self-conscious, people are staring. Sometimes it's not always that. Some people are just curious because they haven't seen Sardar before. And when they ask, you're more than welcome to tell. I had some good experiences. Right. I mean, I remember eating um, at the time a spaghetti bolognese in an Italian restaurant, right? And I was eating it all wrong. The, the waitress came up to me. She says, they don't call any other in her own language. <laughs> right? And she got a spoon, she got a fork, this is how you eat. But she's very good. She could have been rude, she could have been racist, you know, but those kind of things make you comfortable. You think, okay, Jatikia, right? I'm glad. And so I had no. Apart from that QPR moment, I've not really had a negative experience, but what I have found over the last 20 odd years, so much more comfortable, right? You're just another, now I find myself just another face in the crowd, you're there, and um, I've been fortunate enough not to have too many negatives um, of what maybe, I've, maybe, you know, because you sport a big club like Manchester United where there are fans all over the world, right, from different backgrounds. Like Arsenal do as well, like Liverpool do as well. So I'm not being a club biased or anything like that. Let me add in. You would never. You right? Would. No, never. Right. But obviously, if I found myself going towards something like that, it may have been a different scenario. Right, you know? So, but that's 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 me, you know. Um I've I've uh, been fortunate to to stand out and uh how was the final? So, you know, going back to that Champions League final, mm. how was that in terms of, you know, because obviously I know the story. Yeah. You know, like when you were coming out from here, you met your yeah saviour at the airport. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that was one in a million. I mean, you know, can you believe, right, we went to uh, this uh, the game, the 99 final, and uh, apparently the tickets weren't supposed to be legit. We were sitting in the Luton Airport Lounge, Airport Lounge, me, my nephew, uh, Baljeet, and his friend. And we thought, look, we, I don't think our tickets are legit because it's got a bit of spelling mistake on it. That's not what the radio had to look out for. And uh, so what we're going to do was, well, let's make our way there. Having said that, we looked at the departure board. We found out we're in the wrong departure lounge. <laughs> so we got up and we left, right, trying to find the correct... Uh, Lounge for the airline. Agora, who was sitting there, followed us out. Now, he didn't have to. He knows we're Asian. He knows we're Pagali. Right? We're not the same color as him. And he could have gone to Spain or, and, done, and did 
asked them the same question what he asked us, which was, guys, do you want some tickets? I've got some tickets. I am an FA affiliate referee on the lower league levels, right? Probably non-league. And I've got three tickets, surplus to requirements, right? And he had three, not four, not two, not five, three. And there's three of us, all right? Where's the cash deal? <laughs> right? But can you believe it, right? Yeah. Right? Tell me how much will a Champions League ticket be for, for, for a Manchester United, for a Liverpool to get to Champions League fund? You're talking add another zero and you're probably still not scratching the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? You can all pay it as well. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> 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 right, and uh, so we, we were lucky, God sent, we got the tickets and uh, we went to the game, right, and it's it a wonderful experience, and all because, you know, we stood out and, and he wasn't racist, and he gave him tickets, he could easily have gone to Spain and sold them with his eyes closed, double the, triple, quadruple the price, you know, look at David and I said, but I kiss him and I said, right, all this time, and uh, and uh, United and Jitata, and Horcraft is history, so it's one thing, but you know what? When I, but because it's it's me, you're in the back of your mind, you still think I'm going to go around Asia, I'm going to Spain, right? And uh, what will the perception be of of uh, when they see me, right? Being a Sardar and everything, I see all more conscience, I would never cover my Sardari with a topi, never, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that putting a hoodie on and going into a game never crossed my mind. And I thought, Jal Tika. Yeah, Jamal United bug on, didn't you? Right. No, I don't wear I don't wear red bug on, sorry. Right. <laughs> All tops. Right, yeah. So <laughs> give me a blue top, United second kit, third kit, any day I'll wear that. Yeah, right, yeah. Same, same. But uh but um the jar, so um so got there and, but you know. People weren't, yeah, so interactive as maybe, you know, if I was maybe looked like them. That's what I kind of felt. But because I was with my nephew and, my, and his friend, you know, if you feel like you're going to do something, don't do something, don't do something. See, the right? thing that, you know, like just listening to that, you know, and the thing that gets me, and I'm Jagmoor, I'm going to go on to you next, and you can talk about your... Uh, and, and I know they're all, and I'm, I'm assuming they're all very positive down it. Uh, down at Watford, you know, but something that um, to think about is that we're now living in this social media age, you know, smartphone era and stuff. Um, we're meant to be more connected now. We're meant to have more of an understanding of those people that we kind of are around, people that we interact with, but it feels like that in this age, day and age now, where we should know more about each other, we're probably more further apart than because whereas back in '99, for example, someone wanted to ask you, "Yo, why have you got a turban on your head? Who are you? Whatever," they would ask you. Whereas now, people probably go online, Google something. And who knows what they may find? They may find something, oh, terms associated to this or this or that. 
So I, I think we are in a we're also in a paradoxical uh, state where where we should be understanding one another more, we are almost dividing ourselves more because we don't want to talk to each other anymore. We're happy just Googling something and not actually having that interaction with someone and realizing that like that lady, like, you know, the, when you were saying when you were eating and stuff, lady could have just left you, you know, no, no, but you go. So, Jagmoon. Yes. Your sporting events. How, how, how do you, uh, what have you found? Um, tell, about, tell us about England, uh, Denmark, how you, how you got into Wembley. <laughs> 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 Now, um, first of all, Hannah, um, just to be live at sporting events uh, is truly unique. Um, be it where, whichever country you're in, uh, it is definitely an experience. And I do always wish everyone a safe and happy experience. But um, again, it, it's all about garam. It's all about also... Uh, you know, timing, the place, also who's in front of you as well and who's around you. Uh, also, what can also determine is what is actually happening at that event, uh, be it whether it's a football game, whether what's happening on the pitch, be it at a cricket game or a boxing uh, bout itself, what's happening in the ring. I've been very lucky that in recent years, I've had a mixture of um, a lot of boxing, uh, which I've attended, uh, not just in England, but also uh, in the United States of America. I, I completely also, forgot about that. I, I was talking about Watford. I forgot that my man's been to MGM Grand. Yeah, yeah. But also at the same time as I even um, NBA uh, in the basketball as well. But obviously, you know, the Premier League football, that's the game that we really uh, love and follow. And one that, you know, on this group that we all attend. Um and also, not only just being there as a fan, but also our working grounds as well. So at Wembley, at Watford, and even uh, the company that I used to work for as well, I've also got the contract for West Ham as well. Um, as a fan, I'll probably say that in England, it's always been positive. Um, never really had any sort of like racial abuse, um, which I've heard aimed at me. Um, however, in other countries, like in Europe, I always refer back to in Euro 2016, going to France uh, for the England-Russia game. Obviously, before the game and after the game, there was a lot of violence between the English and the Russian fans. I'm not saying that everyone is involved in that. Um, uh, a few minority, but also we were in that as well. And I was alongside three other uh, Amritari Gorsiks as well. The problem that sort of occurred was not actually with uh, the Kakars or the city side, uh, which we thought, you know, if they're going to question us, it will be about the city side, but it wasn't. It was actually the, the stars. Um, and obviously, France do have a history, uh, which, you know, has been going on for several years now and still 
you know, people from different faiths and backgrounds still face these challenges. Um, and the, the start of that, the problem that we had then is that we have gone through all the passes, all the checkpoints, but then before entering the stadium, there was another checkpoint. And in that, we went past the metal detectors, um, you know, searched down and everything, not a problem. But then one person comes over and goes, you need to take this off. And when he pointed off and just even saying it in that way um, was what I found it pretty offensive myself. But again, it depends also how we react to that. We could, we could make it worse by saying, oh, how dare you to say that and speak. Of course, I'm saying, look, once you're offended, there's, there's still many ways how we can, you know, answer back. Yeah. And obviously tone is important and it is crucial. But one thing is, is that you need to keep a stand. And one thing that we were definitely not going to do was go into a separate room and take our Dastara off, or yep. we weren't even going to do it in public as well. We said, to look, quite clearly, we've been through three checkpoints just like anyone else. We've been through the metal detectors. How you even have the swab test at, you know, all airports now, they had that. We had already had the swab test done on other stars. Why is there then another problem? And, you know, these are tickets that we had paid for. And we should then be allowed in the stadium. There's no such thing that UEFA or any other FA had even said before that, that you are not allowed in the stadium, you know, with any, uh, you know, head covering or this, that, the other. We were allowed in. We could just probably think that it's just another person who's just got a problem. He could be just doing his job because he's probably concerned. But what it is, is it comes down to education as well at the same time. Whereas we were allowed in the stadium, no problem whatsoever. We didn't get involved in any of the violence or anything like that. After the game, we were out of Marseille in a flash. But when I talk about good experiences, Old Trafford, uh, when I went for Bruno Fernandez's debut, which was Man United versus Wolves, which was only a couple of seasons ago. You remember that? Before I even um, entered the ground and even before I got into the turnstile, the security guard actually... Um, came up to me and said, do you have the Karpan on? And I was, you know, really glad that how that steward or security guard approached me and also using the terminology of Karpan, not calling it a ceremonial dagger or anything like that. That was actually really impressive that um, that's how he approached us and that's what he said. And there was no issues after that at all. Um, going over to obviously the United States, I just thought to myself, this is for the boxing and the basketball. Again, Maras Gerpa, no problems whatsoever. It's been pretty smooth. Um, in Italy, um, where, you know, I, I've been to Italy three times now. Once I watched uh, Manchester United versus AC Milan, but the last two previous times that I've gone, I've actually gone to watch Roma. One which was Francesco Totti's last ever game for Roma. Um, again, no problem whatsoever. The other game was when, you know, it's a dream to watch Juventus Serie A. And, you know, it, it was the game where uh, Juventus actually clinched the, the title. Again, no problems whatsoever. Um, so I've actually been very lucky and fortunate in my experiences. Um, even down at Watford, uh, a family club, 
a very multicultural back, background as well. Um, like most majority Premier League clubs as well now. Um, but the importance is, is education is crucial. Uh, you've got a liaise with football clubs, uh, with these institutions, uh, in order to get the message out there about identity, about racial quality and diversity. So that's just my experiences of it. And I think, you know, I, I faced, like I said, all the things I went to last year, I went mm. with my kids to other than the Euros. Yeah. And like, actually going back to Euros, because obviously you went to the semifinals um, and you went to the final. Yeah. And um, when we went to the, well, and, and uh, I mean, when we went to semifinals. Yeah. We, there was how many, in total, maybe we, together there was four or five of us and then there was other people around as well. There was about, we knew about 15, 20 people there, I think. At least. Yeah. Six, you know, the Stara, and again, I think, you know what you said earlier about, it sometimes, if they've spoken to you in a genuine way, like, you know, what? I went yeah. to um, one of the National Museums in London a couple of years ago. Yeah. And as we walked in, a security guard was like, sorry, sir, you will, you need to take, and he's pointed out what I find, he goes, you need to take that off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I don't. He goes, no, no, you have to take it off. You can put it in a, into a box. And um, going on like what Naraj was saying as well, um, he goes, other people do it, so you can do it. But I was like, other people shouldn't have done it. And I'm not going to hide what I'm wearing. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm, and um, I wasn't awkward with him. And he goes, "Oh well, you're gonna have to stand here." I go, "Can you call like a manager or something?" And he goes, yeah, "Fine." And he called the head of security. Head of security came down and apologized. He goes, "I'm sorry. Um, you should not have been stopped. Um, and we will um make sure there's more education to our staff." And I think that that level of education has increased. You know, like I said, we went to I went to Silverstone, yeah. um, and yes, it's outside, but it was one of the first big events. You know, after like I said, as things were opening, there's eighty six thousand people there that day. And 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 saying that, hurrah as well is Formula One is, is massive. Yes. Yeah. You know. And Come on. Yeah, it was, it was, like I said, there was 86,000 people there. And, yeah. and everyone, I think, is so happy kind of just doing their own thing. The main United, you know, when I went to Trafford as well, I think what's helped is those things that I used to sit with Alex Ferguson. 100%. Those guys have helped. Um, a lot, yeah. Yeah, I said that, I said that a lot. And, um, but one, of the, one of the greatest moments, right, yeah, of... Uh... I went to the Europa League final in 2017 in Sweden yeah. and uh, bumping into Satala. Right? Yeah. As I was singing, they stood out miles away. Right? I thought, thanks, how day you are, right? Yeah. And uh, we got to greet each other and that kind of stuff. Went to the game together, sat in different parts, obviously. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. But that's Sardari, isn't it? You stand out. And we're yeah. there, how long to go? And you know, we were treated really well, I've got to say, yeah. even by the Swedish and the Man United fans. You know, so yeah. just one of the lads. You know, in, in, in that uh, instance, in the ground, we had no problem getting to the ground, no awkward questioning, no, who are you or whatever. 
I found yeah. that quite quite good, you know. So... I, I think you know what you said there. You know, when you see other things, other sick at yeah. any sporting event you're at, oh you you have that like, it is, it is, but something it's really sad when you see them at Liverpool games as Liverpool fans, right? You think what are you doing? Nah, come on, Sardaria to see. Right, not college, you're gonna not really. <laughs> this leads on to you know something that we want to kind of um help i think it's probably the best way of of, of saying it and before before hurry, before we move on sorry yeah. right yeah just related to your um to your thing going into ground being searched and asking yeah. to be removed to the barn and things like yeah. that yeah if i could so i just want to share something that's uh it's not football or sport related yeah but it's it's similar in this in the in this in the philosophy of being searched and and asking to remove your car now we all know after 9-11, we have unfortunately, if you want to even travel to Punjab, do, do go to Yatri, whatever you want to go to abroad, you have to remove your karpan. Went to Terminal 5 with my missus, right? Can't remember where we're going to. And Apana uh, Simunda on the security desk. And we thought, okay, here's a guy, he's good, he'll be um, understanding and so forth. Akarpans will pack red where. You know, we wear the shorty Akarpana just for peace of mind that we've got a bit of a shastra on us, even though, but what can you do now? And um, he goes, okay, uh, Pai, you can have to remove your kara. And I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm not allowed to move my, uh, remove my kara. But he goes, uh, Sorry, it's my dog being silly over there. But I removed my kara and um, I'm not moving it. Because, well, my grandma's a mardari and she, has not, she says, you can. Mm-hmm. And then I realized the guy's being a bit funny here. I said, Shira, I'm not moving. I'm not taking my kara off, right, yeah? Because I don't need to, right? You want to search me, you search me, okay? But I'm not taking my kara off. And Odenagorasi. So... He waved me through, I went through, the beeped, you're going to always go. The guy searched me, right? John get patted down my pagan, pag really hard, right, yeah? And I said, hang on, right? Hunt, tell me uh, what your problem is. Ultimately, cut long story short, right, yeah? My wife came through her, obviously, different searches. She came through, no problem. She didn't have an issue um, through the guy, the, the lady who was searching her, right? In the end, he goes, you go through the x-ray machine. I said, why? And uh, he goes, because I said so. That's how much of an ask. And it all started with Apanamunda, right? Trying to be boss. Because when we go to the airport, if anybody is listening to this, do not remove your credit because that's one of the things you get told everybody else does it. And I've been told that by Gore and other instances where they've asked for my credit. I expect, I don't mind Gore asking because they're ignorant. Maaf karna. But you ask an apana who, who asks you to remove it, it's even worse. Right? And I said to the Gore at the time as well, I said, listen, we're not supposed to remove it, but whoever does shouldn't be. Right? I and think I'm not, that's, I, that's the thing, you know, the decisions we make now affect, affect us. Our next, yeah. forget, forget us. Yeah. They affect our next generation, the next, you know, the 100%. next person. Yeah. Forget our next generation, the next person yeah. who's coming through that security, it's going to affect yeah. them. Absolutely. 100%. I had to go to, I, I was coming back from. <laughs> I was coming back from um, Rome with work. Mm. Um, yeah. 
pre-lockdown, obviously, and uh, it was it wasn't the main room, but there's a smaller one there as well. We were there. Yeah. And coming back, and they're like, "Excuse me, sir," into the room. Where I thought, "Here we go." Put my bag down. Picked up my bag, sorry, and went towards them. I went, no, no, not you. Him. And they pointed at the corner next to me, and everyone, the rest of the team, were like, <laughs> okay, "That's racial profiling gone wrong." Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, going on to what I was what I was about to say, and this is what I'm kind of it, it it was going on from what you were saying as well, Nav, about when you see someone, when you see your own anywhere, really, especially you know when mm. you're in, in a place that isn't South or, or India, yeah, you see another <laughs> or Birmingham or whatever, and you, you see another, <laughs> yeah, you see another thing or sick or man on Diana, okay, you know, apni hai anal. Yeah, there is that, and you know what? This is one of the reasons, you know, why the Khalsa wear blue is because mm-hmm. it, it's the color of the sky. This is from Gata, mm-hmm. it comes from the color of the sky, it sees no difference, and you know that you are safe. Mm-hmm. And that is why the Khalsa have blue because it stands out. You know, it, it, they, there's no difference in that person, they will look after mm-hmm. me like they will look after their own. Yeah, absolutely. So, we um, as the discussing, that's not what he said last week when he tried to break my leg at football. We want to help increase particip- participation in watching sport, any sport. Mm. So, what we decided is you know, via our Telegram channel. Is, yeah. And this isn't for profit. This isn't for anything like that. This is just to help. Some people may want to go to games and they don't know where to get tickets. Some people may have spare tickets. Like, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen as well on your own social media platforms this week. I know I have. People have got tickets for certain things and they're like, does anyone want them? If we can help with that, that's something that we, we, we're going to now start. You know, if you've got any tickets, and this isn't about, again, it's not about profit. It's not about ripping people off. This is not the aim. This is not why we're doing it. We're doing it so that if people want to attend games, all you have to do now is follow discussing social media, Instagram, mm. have a look over at our Telegram channel, yeah. and um, just get in touch. And say, yeah, I'd like to be there, or I'd, I've got this, and I, you know, I can't go. Can someone help? Because at the end of the day, we should represent. We are a part of this society. We live here, Anna, and ultimately, we need to normalise us. We need to norm- normalise sick participation, not only in sport, like we spoke about a few weeks ago, but also watching sport. We should have that. Right, on. Sorry, uh, just to interrupt you there. Oh, no, no. Um, being a part of the sport or an event doesn't actually mean just participating on the pitch. Yeah. We shouldn't just see it that, oh, because we haven't got a player, a manager or a physio or a commentator that, you know, we do not have representation. No, representation is when you also go through the turnstiles. Yeah. When you're in the stands. When you are um, representing not just yourself, but at the same time, when you have the identity, people will ask you, who are you? What, what faith do you believe in? What's your yeah, background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they'll like, for example, um, 
when the when we took the Kassan flags as well uh, during the farmers' protest, how many fans at Wembley, outside and inside the ground, asked, "Oh, what are you holding there? What does that represent?" It's education, um, and it's not just only just education about your identity as well. At the same time, it's also about your struggle. We know that many um, of our brothers and sisters who do go to the games will probably even have the number 84 printed on the back of their shirt. And we know what that represents as well, is a Sikh Holocaust, a genocide. People will even ask questions about, oh, why have you got that specific number? And we know why that, why we, we choose to get that number printed at the back. Um, and like, like we said as well, and even when, um, just going back, when I was a steward at Watford Football uh, Club and at Wembley, I remember when it came to the diversity and being trained on different people that will enter the turnstiles and events and grounds. And in that, it was crucial that when it came to explaining about people from different faiths and backgrounds, I remember people from the Muslim community who are our colleagues, when they were working, they were saying, yeah, that you cannot touch um, a Muslim female when they have a hijab or a headscarf on and immediately then at the same time I said you can't also touch yeah. your hands on a Sikh male or a female's the star or you cannot tell them to remove any mm. of their kakar and including with the kakar is the karpan as well because not only by law of the UK law are we allowed to keep our kakar but it's also at the same time our guru's law at the same time as well. 100%. 100%. So it, it's these things, you know, and if we, like I was saying, if we normalise our participation, like you're saying, attendance at sporting events, we're educating those people that are working there, we're educating the other spectators. And so, you know, let's hope that this endeavour as such to help people attend sports uh, events via their tickets um, is fruitful. Um, anything from you, Nav, before we finish up? If anybody has experienced any difficulties at any grounds, getting in, um, I don't care what sport it is, tennis, cricket, uh, football. Actually, cricket is one of the easiest grounds I've ever got into. The uh, cricket was easy you know, for me easy. as well. You know, I've been to the yeah. I've been to the Ashes, England versus Australia. It's brilliant. You know, not a problem. Shane Warne, you know, is not with us anymore, obviously. Yeah. But uh, remember him. No, he's a funny character. But uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, if you have any negative experience or you're apprehensive, or you are thinking about going to your first ever sports game and you're not sure what to expect, feel free to contact us. You know, so on our on our social media sites and we'll we'll discussing podcast and. Uh, just uh, we'll give you more details in a minute on our social media share as well. So yeah, all right, I'll be over to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much um, for being a part of this podcast and a massive thank you to all of our listeners who have been listening and following uh, the podcast previously. Please do give us a follow and share all of our content on Instagram. You can find us on discuss underscore sing and all of our previous podcasts and this podcast are on Anchor and Spotify by typing in discuss hyphen sing. Your support means a lot and we're trying to bring unity 
through this podcast and the Sangha through the thing that we love most, which is football and sports. We'll see you again next time. Vahigruji ka khalsa. Vahigruji ka khalsa.